Too Many Comics, episode 180. Uh, Brooks, I was recently traveling. You are traveling now. Lots have happened in the last week or so, uh, including some exciting things with us. We've got, we did do our David Pepos interview, uh, confirmed pronunciation of the last name, writer of uh, Spencer and Locke, which has volume two about to come out. Uh, I've been slacking editing that interview because of the traveling over the weekend, but that will post this week along with the show that we are recording right now. That's exciting. Good interview. Nice guy. Gotta say. Super nice. I also enjoyed, um, we talked a little bit current comics with him. So, you know, we, I think we've talked to some people who are too busy to read themselves or get backed up on things, but you know, he's way up to date on Brian Michael Bendis at DC and all sorts of stuff. I mean, like I said, in general, uh, super nice guy, uh, definitely had a lot to say and which is not a bad thing. He was not sort of short with his answers and, um, he really did give us an extra insight into, what he's trying to do with that book. I, I didn't even put two and two together, and maybe you did, that he mentioned that it's kind of like at the risk of spoiling what he talked about. It's um, whereas the book Fables, which you know I liked, sort of took a took a turn at you know, how fairy tales might, might live among us. This is more how comic strips might. And that, I think that's kind of cool. And he gives an idea of what might be coming our way before long. Yeah, so be on the lookout for that interview. And uh, something's gotten into us because we have a second interview coming up. All right, so this blew my mind, okay? <laughs> Let's hear it. Okay, okay. So we discussed how um, Francesca Rue Dodson, who plays the character of Echo on Gotham, which I know you hate, but I have stuck with this whole time, okay? So I don't know what got into me. We discussed this a couple weeks ago where I wrote to her manager, who's listed on her website because I'm not a psycho, and I wrote to him and just said, hey, you know, we're big fans. We've enjoyed her on the show. And I even said, at the risk of sounding between me and you, Alan, like a douche, we actually have been doing this for a couple of years. We have, you know, 180 plus episodes now. We have had interviews in the past. Would she consider coming on? Nothing. We're talking a solid week, right? From mm-hmm. when I first did this to when, when I heard back. Um, and he wrote me back and said, hey, you know, let me see. This went into my spam for some reason. Um, this happens to be pilot season, which makes sense to me, right? The, the people are trying to either pitch things or get cast in things or filming things and they might get picked up for this fall. Um, it's kind of crazy for us. I'll see what I can do, which to me, I read as thanks, but no thanks, Busta, not going to happen. And then today I get a, I get an email from him and she's in Francesca Red Dawson's coming on the show, <laughs> which I think is really good. That's pretty awesome, right? Yeah. That's a, that's a big time get. I'm 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 super pleased. Um, you know, again, look, aesthetically pleasing aside, I really enjoy her performance on the show. Um, I mentioned before that she's she's a New Yorker, which I'm not. I happen to live adjacent to the city, and I spend most of my time in the city. And she uh, does put out um, information about some short films that she's filmed in and around there, which look really interesting. So in general, I think we'll have some good stuff to discuss. We don't get it for, for as long as we typically get with uh, the ugly comic book writers that we bring on. <laughs> Just kidding, mm-hmm. guys. Um, but I, uh, I I do look forward to having her on. And you mentioned you would, you're going to be sort of catching up on um, her as a performer on the show and, 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 and elsewhere. I think you'll be impressed. And I uh, look forward to having her on for lots of reasons. Is her character still around? Yes. Okay. And this is the final season, correct? final season man did they uh, you know i think fox was actually gracious enough to give 
Um, it's a shortened season, and originally the way it was planned out, they were, they were going to get like 98, which you know falls just shy of the 100 magic number. They are getting enough episodes this final last season to make it an even 100. So that's pretty cool, too. Cool. Well, there'll be lots to talk about then. I'm looking forward to that. Good. Me a different, a different uh, interview from us where we're used to just getting the, the comic book creators. So uh, we're branching out. There you go. Um, so we had often talked about on this show, the Umbrella Academy finally launched on Netflix on Friday. Uh, along with that, you know, old copies of the books are booming on eBay right now, especially the free comic book day version that came out. Um, all that aside, I think that's, that's warranted and to be expected. Uh, I'm interested if you've gotten to see any of the show yet and some thoughts if you have. I'm only two in, uh, and that's only because I mentioned before last weekend, um, I went to, I was in a wedding that happened to be not that convenient for me to get to. And because I was in it, like I was fully involved. You know how that goes. I mean, you, you are married, you've been to weddings and you've been in weddings and that you're, it's out the window at that point. So the, the two that I've watched are only because that's all I could get to. But I think it's extraordinarily well made. I actually managed to get my one buddy that I told you before who thumbs his nose at shows that in his mind are geared towards teenagers, which this is this is not. Um, it's definitely a very well made show. I enjoy it very much. I assume you've gotten many more under your belt than I have. Uh, have you finished the season? I did finish it, yes. And and, and it's 10? 10 episodes. This is true. And, and what would you? What's your rating? Spoil nothing, please. Um, I mean, I, I to me, it's an A. I mean, I I love these characters. I love the books. It's one of my favorite books of all time. I think they they did a great job bringing it to life. I've I've had friends at work and and people who kind of just stumbled upon it going through Netflix who had never heard of the book that brought it up in conversation as something they watched. So that that sort of stuff pleases me. So it's hitting people that you know, have no idea that this had ever existed before. And then, you know, those who I know are into comics and could potentially have, have interest in reading or seeing this, everyone's loving it. I think they, and, and they did, I think for, for comic fans alike, they bring the world to life, these, these awesome characters, and they do enough, um, liberties, maybe not so much liberties, but enough changing of the, the story, slight variations of characters to make it so the readers of the books don't know what's coming. Uh, again, I'm two books in, maybe even two books, uh, two episodes in. I want to say I started a third, but uh, I thought it was great. I really did. And, you know, I think that one thing that I think works for it and, and you know, on some level, uh, as someone has read it, at, at least volume one and two, it's not following that narrative word for word. It's, no. it's, it's, it's doing its own thing with it, which I think, you know, again, if you knew what was going to happen, really, would you be in as, as into it? So I, I thought it, I like it. That's all yeah. I can say. So it kind of takes that it's, you know, loose, it's somewhat, maybe more, more than loosely based on the first volume storyline, but then includes characters like Hazel and Cha-Cha who in the books don't show up until the second arc and have nothing to do with the apocalypse suite. So it, you know, I think it takes some, some fan favorites from the books, makes them accessible you know, it's, 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 it did a great job. So I've seen 20%, but I like it 100%. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I'm almost, uh, Jessica Jones is about to come out again. I'm almost done with Punisher. And then we received word yesterday, today, that they have also been canceled. At- I mean, no one's surprised by this, no. but it still sucks. Uh, there's been rumblings from Marvel TV host Jeff Loeb that says he would not be surprised if these shows returned. Um, I think they're just teasing us at this, at this point. I, I think... From what I was reading, the the contracts run out in like 2020, so I think it would maybe be possible if the contracts ran out 
at Netflix and the actors were, were available and willing, maybe they could quickly revive them at, at Disney plus or include them in other, in other shows or, or sure. what have you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the only way it happens. I, I don't think these are coming back to Netflix at all. I don't think so either, but it, I mean, if they can bring things back, like Gilmore girls, willing grace, Murphy Brown, who else? Other, other shows like this have come back years later. I hopefully not as long as those shows took. Then I guess, sure it's possible that we could see these shows revived on Disney plus or whatever it is, but it does suck that, I mean, I always put it out there. These shows are all canceled, but agents of shield is still on. <laughs> I well, mean, Disney I, owns ABC, so they've got more control over it. There you go. So it's not a question of quality or ratings. It is a question of that part of it. So that's where it gets kind of crappy to me. All right, more well, so, even. Either way, the, you know, we had, I think it's like a dozen seasons between all of these shows. Um, yeah, so we yeah, had yeah. a lot of good TV to watch. And, uh, you know, hopefully they come back in, in some form. A lot of good memories. <laughs> uh, perhaps the, the, the biggest news of, of our personal lives here intertwined with comics was uh, who you got to meet last week. All right. So this is the thing. All right. So uh, Tom King coming to town. One thing that, that, that I would mention is that Tom King and Mitch Gerards are also signing uh, this week uh, in, in uh, New York at the Barnes & Noble in, Union, uh, in uh, Herald Square that I can't be there for. However... He was signing at Midtown Comics uh, last Friday. You know, first of all, a Friday killer. In many cases, these things happen during the week where you have to like figure out how am I going to leave work or whatever it is and suffer through the elements because they make you wait in this alley uh, downtown in New York, waiting to get into Midtown Comics to meet said creators. Right, and I've been to several of these. We went to uh, shoot. I'm forgetting already who we all who we all met there. I. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn, we met. Peter Tomasi, we met. Um, Charles Soule, we Charles met. Charles Soule, yeah, I couldn't think of his name. <clears throat> so he's signing. The The rub is, I got to be in Brooklyn. And I realize it's difficult if you don't know any better outside of New York. And I, that's that's just a fact. That it's not easy to get to places as quickly as you could as if you were anywhere else. So like, if I told you, hey, Alan, I'm going to be at this dinner four miles from this thing you need to go to. And you need to be able to make it in 30 minutes. That's no thing. Not a big deal. In this case, it's a problem. So I got to go to this signing. I have to be at a rehearsal dinner. I kept asking my buddy, is it a hard start? He's like, yes, hard start. Uh, Tom King starts at 5. This thing starts at 7. And I managed to not leave work as early as I wanted to. So I make it to the signing at 5. The line is pretty thick. I get my little ticket. I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. The clock is ticking. It finally starts to move. And I'm, I'm texting you the whole time being like, I'm fucked. This is taking too long. I'm going to have to bail. Meanwhile, as I know, as you know, as your friend, I bought us both trades so that I can get this bitch signed by Tom King. Thank I, you. I, uh, you're most welcome, buddy. My pleasure. Um, my other friends being like, you should text him being like, I'm in line. I'm like, and slow him down. No, let's keep it moving. So finally, the line starts to go about 535. So now I've got about 90 minutes. And by 90 minutes, I mean an hour because it's going to take me minimum, minimum 30 minutes to get from this place to where I need to be for a hard start, quote unquote. Line starts to move and they're letting people in 10 at a time. And it's not like a quick 10. Move, 10, move. No, it is 10 and then radio silence. So finally, it moves some more. I'm getting more and more nervous because I I, I desperately want to make this work. <laughs> I want to make this work. I got to get these things signed. By the way, you got to bring... um. Three total things. So you, you get to bring a trade, 
and you got to bring two other things in my in addition to what I had brought because I was I was unclear about what that meant because I had both of our trades I brought Vision One, Mister Miracle One, and Mister Miracle Two because I feel like it, it it is what it is and that's not why I do this. Issue two tends to be more rare because the print the print production has 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 greatly diminished. They don't make they don't make as many twos as ones, right? That's just that's just a fact. Okay. So so finally, it's they're calling it the next round of ten. The guys count off one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten cuts off. I'm like, oh me? He goes, no, you're eleven. I go, no, 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 please, dude, please, please. I have to be in Brooklyn in thirty minutes, please. And he goes, all right, go on ahead. What a guy. I should, I listen. It gets even better. I should mention that number ten in front of me it was a complete menace. That he was a he was this guy who's watching Parks and Rec, which I can respect on his phone, but he kept swinging his computer back into me, and there was nowhere for me to go. So I was, but I was like, "Don't be that guy." I'd be like, "Dude, look, get up off me." We get into the store. He's do that thing where like the line moves, and then he doesn't move with the line, even though it doesn't make any difference. I just want I want you to move. Keep going. Keep going forward. They give you a ticket that you have to turn in right before you get to the signing table. I don't, it, that's just their rule. He loses his ticket. He's like, oh, oh, I think I left my ticket back at the table. Oh, my like Christ. A, I know. And they have like a, like a, what's it called? The people that, the CGC people were also there. Mm, the, the graders. The grading people. Um, and he, he was like, oh, I think I left it back at the CGC sign-up table. I'm like, okay. But then I'm like, oh, sweet. So now I'm one closer, which is good given the sweat. I'm sweating, I'm sweating, I'm sweating. I'm about to go. He gets back in line. He goes, I found it. I'm like, I should have been like, sorry, dude. All's fair. But no. So he goes. He's And Tom King graciously is talking to every person in a very non-rushy, picture the opposite of, of Ralphie at Santa at Christmas Story. He, he, he is entertaining everyone with, with stories of yesteryear and letting people show the stuff that they got. And, oh, I got a tattoo of the, the, the Vision family. I'm like, oh, please, please move. <laughs> So then I get up there, and it is down to the wire. I get up to him, and I go, you may recall that I, I tweeted to him before all this saying, hey, I got to I gotta go to a, a, a rehearsal dinner, but I'm willing to be late if, to make this happen. And he was like, I'll do my best. I get up to him, and I go, hey, uh, this is awesome. I don't need you to remember me. I'm the guy that's trying to get to this rehearsal dinner. And he goes, oh, my God, you're the guy. And I go, yes. And he goes, I meant to say, if there's a guy out there trying to go to rehearsal dinner, let him in. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, he goes, I feel like a real shithead. I go, don't worry about it. Just sign the stuff. Also, I, also to add, they were only going to let me sign, get signed both of our traits and a third thing. That was it. And I look at the girl and I go, ma'am, I've got a Vision one and a Mr. Miracle one. Don't make me Sophie's Choice this. And she goes, take them both. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I get up there. He signs them all. It's all well and good. He could not have been nicer. He works. I mean, he went to Columbia, which, which is the theme. This is all I'm going to say. Francesca Ruth Dawson, Columbia. Tom King, Thumb, Columbia. I, I, I'm a fan. That's all I can say. Um, later on, flash forward, I get home. I think I sent you a picture of this. I open the book that he signed for me, and he signed it, Tom King, run. <laughs> 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 so anyway, he, he signed it. It was awesome. I made it to the dinner. It was not a hard start, and it, it, I, I could not have been more pleased with that whole interaction. That's yeah, awesome. Got, got him signed. Have you seen the people present him with the blank covers to like Heroes in Crisis and he draws on them? I have not seen that, no. Cause, and he's obviously not an artist, so he'll draw things. He usually shares them on Twitter. Well, there's one I saw. It's like a Heroes in Crisis number one, blank cover. He drew like a stick figure Superman falling off a cliff and it says like, help, I'm a hero in crisis. <laughs> I envision yeah. him trying to be that funny person when he puts the run in your book. He, he he couldn't have been nicer, and that was a nice touch. So, 
then, and I know I realize we're going long on, on all my anecdotes here, but so then I get to the rehearsal dinner, I'm covered in sweat, which that, that's, my, that's my fight or flight reflexes. I'm like, <laughs> get to the thing. My buddy who got married happens to be a creative director at an agency in Tribeca. And so, which is to say, he's definitely a thoughtful, creative person when it comes to giving gifts to the groomsmen, right? So everybody got something that definitely aligned with their character. And I mean that in a non-comic-y way. Like one guy who's been tr- taking a turn with fitness, he gave him like a number of, of trainings with a, with, a, with a trainer. Another guy who was born in Germany, he gave him beer steiners, and they were quite nice. He got me an original... Um, like lit, not lithograph, but like a sketching done yesteryear by Dustin Nguyen from like a Batman book. I got it. God damn, you made out. I did make out, like as if I was at the eighth grade dance. <laughs> which again, you know, and, and all, it's it's framed and matted. It's, it's that much, it's that much more special and cool. So I send a note out to people don't care on my social medias once again. Sorry, Taizong, and I of course I mentioned to Dustin Nguyen, hey. This is my groomsman gift. And he fucking wrote me back. He was like, whoa, that's old school. So I really feel like between Francesca Root Dots and Tom King and Dustin Nguyen and fucking David Peppos, life is is good, man. Get Dustin on the show. He's my favorite. I tried to respond. God damn it. You you were there. Uh, All right. Well, listen, big things are happening for uh, the old Too Many Comics crew. I think so, too. One half. Well... Since we talked uh, mostly about us and not about comics, let's do a little uh, rapid fire of some bookies. Wrap it up. All right. So number one this week was Avengers No Road Home number one. This is a tag team of writers valuing Jim Zub and Mark Wade, artist Paco Medina, Medina, however you say it. Funky call Medina. Uh, Obviously out of Marvel Comics, this is the team that brought you Avengers No Surrender, reunites for an all new weekly Avengers adventure. Night has fallen across the universe, now seven Avengers in one new edition. Journey forth to bring back the light, but when the threat they face has destroyed even the gods, will anyone make it home? Um, so quickly, I obviously have not, I'd never read uh, one word of Avengers No Surrender. Um, so I- any sort of backstory as to like what brings these characters together and what is all happening in the grand scheme of things is, is lost on me. Um, I thought the book looked great. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's a, and we'll talk a little bit later about Uncanny X-Men 10 because I did finish that. Um, I don't know. I, I, nothing grabbed me with, with these characters like that Uncanny X-Men did. And I don't know if that's too, obviously I know these writers' names and, and they're good as well, but you know, the, the Uncanny X-Men of even just Kelly Thompson and Matt Rosenberg are, are two that strike a chord with me more so than, than these ones. Uh, so I don't know if it was maybe that the other story hit me a little better had some characters that I was more so interested in than uh, what I was working with here or, or where this story was going. Um, I mean, I hate to say that because I, I don't know. It seemed, I thought maybe I would get hooked on it, it being a weekly thing and be suckered into buying all these weekly books, much like what happened with Uncanny X-Men. But uh, I'm kind of happy to say that that might not be the uh, case. Okay, so I thought it was all right. So in this case, we've got Hercules, who's not typically a main character that I'm aware of mm-hmm. in books, right? right? And he's gone through an arc himself where he's been a bit of a like a machismo type, and I guess now he's kind of being feeling a little more close to normal, I guess. And a mysterious character shows up, and other stuff goes on, and and there's been quite a tragedy towards the end. And I think that that's where that that's where this book is going to go. I, I mean, I thought it was all right. I mean, I I don't know if I would pick it up. And I really oversimplified the plot, and I'm I'm sorry for that. It did happen kind of fast. It did happen fast. But I thought the art looked. I mean, I like Paco Medina's work, um, but pursuant to what happened with Uncanny X Men, I feel like the art's going to be inconsistent because to go 
um, weekly for 10 weeks is very difficult to keep up with. And that's what we had with Uncanny X-Men, where it was like, book to book was like, this looks great. This looks a little phoned in. This looks great. Mm. I'm using sound effects to really express how I feel. (laughs) It works. Uh, Thank you. So, uh, but I think if there was a time where I felt like I needed something to kind of plow through, um, I could see being like, I'll just grab three of these and just go for it. But not something that I would make appointment reading. Yeah, I feel like this probably ends up on Unlimited at some point. Um, yeah, and there's like a plain, so. a plain read. Uh, for next week, we've got High Level Number 1. This is out of DC Vertigo. Hundreds of years after the world ended and human society was rebuilt from scratch, a self-interested smuggler is forced to traverse a new continent of danger and mystery to deliver a child messiah to High Level, a mythical city at the top of the world from which no one has ever returned. Don't miss the start of a new series from writer Rob Sheridan, co-creator of Nine Inch Nails' groundbreaking Year Zero alternate reality game. Interesting. That sounds, that sounds okay. Yeah. I, I think the cover looks kind of cool. Vertigo book. I don't think we've had a Vertigo book in a, in a little bit. So, uh, sure. Why not? They're so dark. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> elsewhere in the week, I'm sure you read these first two as well. Gideon Falls number 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get closure to, I think it's closure of the second arc of the book. Um, we made mention in the last issue of how things were, were picking up. We came to a, a port, a part where we had two stories sort of colliding. Um, we get ex- expanding on that, uh, with, um, Norton and what's the father's name? Father something. Gabriel. Father. No, 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 no. Father Gabriel is definitely from Walking Dead. <laughs> uh, father something, uh, forgetting it off the top of my head. They finally come face to face. We get, uh, a, a little bit more sense into, uh, into this world. Um, I'm, I'm concerned. I guess I really like this book. I really like the world, world building. I wonder how many issues it's going to go. I don't want it to end up being like some super long drawn out, like 60 plus issue type thing. Cause I feel like it easily could. And I'm afraid that that would like get too into the weeds. Cause father now the Fre- father, Fred, father, Fred. Okay. Okay. Um, so I, I hope that this launches into something in the third arc that, that really keeps the story moving and progressing. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, I, it's so well put together. I love Jeff Lemire. I just, uh, you know, I don't want to spend time like reading elsewhere things. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? Uh, you know, just like how I love Descender so much, but there was, you know, probably five issues of Descender and I'm like, I don't need this side story. Let's, uh, you know, let's get back to what I really love. Yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. I do. All right. Well. I do. Um, I also got to Runaways number 18. This was the end of this specific arc as well. Um, this would be the, so I think, I believe this is the last drawn Chris Anka uh, issue of Runaways, which is uh, sort of sad. Um, but cool to see an arc end. I've seen nothing in the way of, I don't want to, I don't want to ruin the, the finale for anyone that has, has not read it yet, but I'm just happy that we, we've told three stories now in this run. I have not seen any sort of word at all about this book coming to an end. Um, and I think they're, they're doing a good job of it not being, you know, it's these self-contained stories, six issues at a time. Let's, you know, keep it interesting, keep them on their toes. It, please don't cancel it. Um, you know, well, is, that, is, it, is, it, is it in danger of that? I don't think so. I mean, I, like I said, I haven't read anything like that, but you know, how many Marvel books have we seen race recently that have made it to 18 issues? Not many. Well, yeah. that, that's true. Old Man Logan went way too long. That's true. Uh, but this does not have a the their greatest character that is used in every single book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what you're right. You make a good point. Yeah. 
So, you know, I worry at any point we see that that's going to get shut down, but okay. still there. Right. Uh, Uncanny X-Men number 10. I finally got around to reading the end of this, and uh, it was just okay. Really? Yeah, you know, I don't think that I... I remember the first issue that, what's his name, X-Man comes? And I mentioned how I had little interaction of him and, you know, was glad that they put the little teaser in the back that said who he is. Uh, where he comes from, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I don't think I was into that character all that much. Um, I don't know if that's what maybe led me to take forever to read the last few issues once he got involved in the story um, and whatever happened. But And like you said, the the weekly, you know, the, the changes in the art tailed off and on. Um, I'm glad that I read it. You know, I was introduced to some characters that either I'd heard of and never read anything or just straight up never knew in the past. Um and I probably wouldn't have had that happen were it not for Rosenberg and Kelly Thompson writing it as well. So, you know, I'm glad Marvel picked them to do it. I'm, I'm glad that I read through it, finished it off, and uh, we can officially say that I read through an X-Men book. There you go. So, and and, and Silek did some good stuff in this book, I felt yeah, like. This is true. And, but with, and, the, and the new old body. Which you're a fan of? I, I go back and forth. Because, okay. I mean, when I first, quote unquote, met Psylocke, uh, she was already in the Asian body. So that's that's the one that I've always known. But I'm not I'm not gonna be weird about the fact that she's back in the body that she was born in, basically. So, you know, and she kicked plenty of ass that way. Okay. Understandable. Um and I I mean I watched all of Umbrella Academy, so my time was spent doing that and not reading, so that's all I got to. All right. So let's see here. Um I read book one of Daredevil Volume One. Uh this is by Chip Zadarsky. This is an interesting dark it's it's a it's an interesting book. I never read a lot, a lot of Daredevil until recently, which I think this probably kickstarted by the show, and then even reading things like um, Marvel Knights that we read most recently, that Rebirth book, uh, super dark, like m- very character driven, uh, and this is the entire. Uh, I think it's 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 a, it's a lot of books, but I, I mean I liked it. It was good, dark. Chip Starsky, of course, can, can, is, can write a good book. Magic Order Six, Mark Miller. So I thought this book was incredible. I loved it. This was his sort of uh, experiment with with Netflix and image output that way. Drawn by Olivia Cope Coipe, who's an amazing artist. Mm-hmm. Can't say enough good things about this book. And the only thing I'll say that the the, the book six and we've we've seen this a lot where uh, it's been a, a good slow play, and then the final book was like, bam, we're done. This kind of felt that way, but also I, I wouldn't have wanted to, I wouldn't want it to have stretched any more than it needed to. So just beware. Um, I made good on the fact that I've been reading the Age of X-Men spinoff books. I said I would. This most recent one is called Next Gen 1. This is a book that focuses on sort of the the the, the school of mutants. Glob Herman's in there um, and how this new reality is sort of running and how within the school itself you are put into particular tracks that focus on things like public safety, agriculture, etc. Uh, and that was kind of – did I say etc.? Yes, <laughs> et, et, et um, No puns, no puns allowed. Um, so that was cool. I, I might can, can I consider that uh, for a little while longer. Uh, Dead Man Logan number four. Uh, said before how this book is going to go the full twelve. I think it was um, like books we have, we've read, um, like Old Man Logan, Old Man Quill, Old Man Hawkeye. Um, I, I, I'm, I still am enjoying it. Not going to lie. Uh, and then uh, Punisher eight, Matthew Rosenberg, super dark. Remains super violent, um, but well done, all told. So there you go. Cool. 
Uh, I'm going to save this this first news piece for last because I think that's the bigger story. So uh, we mentioned the Doom Patrol show quite a, quite a bit as it was coming coming to be um, overshadowed by Umbrella Academy for me. I have not watched any of Doom Patrol yet. I've not subscribed to DC. It did release on Friday as well. It's gotten very good reviews. So I just wanted to make sure we mentioned it. Um, a full size trailer hit that that does a good job of revealing every team member's origin story. So to people that are like, who the hell are these people? Uh, it's a good. Uh, I think it's like a four minute type thing they put together. Yeah, that was good. Um, so I, I do plan on watching that at, at some point. Um, we get our first trailer for season two of Cloak and Dagger, which we talked about last week that comes out, I think in April sometime, uh, with the introduction of Mayhem is a, you know, a Marvel character that will be making that one of the characters from the first season, uh, turns into, uh, it looks to be a lot more action in this season. Uh, and I very much enjoyed that, that first go at it. So uh, I'm happy to see this come back as well. Well, there you have it. And then the bigger uh, book news I wanted to bring up that I just saw today. So there's going to be some Superman spinoff series in 2019 out of DC. And the one that I think has caught most people's attention is a book about a, a Jimmy Olsen ongoing series, which is going to be written by Matt Fraction, uh, obviously of Hawkeye fame. Where's he been? And artist Steve Lieber, who did Superior Foes of Spider-Man and The Fix with... um. Nick Spencer, and then I think he also did letters or colors or ink or something on that Hawkeye book. He was on on the Hawkeye run with Fraction. So, listen, Matt Fraction's been doing his own things for for quite a while now, with Sex Criminals and uh, whatever else he had going on that I wasn't really keeping track of. But very good, yeah. So, listen, I don't know much about Jimmy Olsen. I did some Wikipedia reading today, um, but if you just tell me that. Fraction is writing like an offshoot character, uh, much like Tom King. I think I'll be on the hook for at the very least reading the first one. So it's exciting news. Yeah, that is good. Um, and also, I mean, for what it's worth, like, what's Jimmy also been up to? Well, we're about to find out. We better find out. <laughs> uh, but it's cool to see cool to see Fraction back, and uh, you know, have some good luck following up your uh, Hawkeye run from years ago. But uh, I expect high uh, high uh, things. Is that a threat to Matt <laughs> Fraction? What is wrong with you? All right. Well, that's a good bit of news for the week. So I say we end it there. I mean, it's been a lot. I I mean, I feel like I've been carrying the ball a lot these days. So where are you at? Huh? Well, I will be editing <laughs> these shows and getting them posted. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I'm excited about all the stuff happening. For real. It's kind of cool to, to when we get off our asses and actually try – um, you know, we got some good stuff happening on the show. Yeah, people respond. It's crazy when you just ask. I know. Right? God, we're so lazy. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, most, mostly you. Well, that's it from us. Hit us up on TooManyComics.com. You can find us online on Twitter, Facebook, uh, wherever you hang out. Uh, lots of big things happening here, so uh, be sure to check it out with us and uh, talk some comics. Check you later. I've been reading.